Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon. Ken Miller for taking you up until 1 o'clock talking sports with you. Appreciate just spending some of your morning here with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list lines up as follows. We will start at the bottom of the hour heading west to Lincoln. Stephen M. Sippel from On3 Media will join us. Talk a little bit about Nebraska's tilt uh, this weekend. Casey Thompson will hear, won't he? But some of the stuff, some Big Ten West stuff as well with SIP uh, coming up here at 10.30. 10.50, Lee Sterling will slide in from ParamountSports.com. Lee's got a handful of games to opine upon. He'll do that about 10.50. Uh, at uh, 12.05, we'll head north. Uh, to the Twin Cities. Dan Mizzitani covers the Vikings uh, for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. We'll talk about the North's first place team, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and then uh, f- wrap things up with Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Back to college football. Previewing the um, huge games, both of them, in the uh, SEC. Not decent slate of games coming up this weekend, but clearly the marquee will be in the SEC. We are down to three games at most in Major League Baseball. No hit last night for those Phillies as the Astros combined on a no-hitter. Finally got some runs across the plate, and away we go, all tied up. How are you? I'm doing well. Enjoyable game last week. It was so good. My wife was even into it last was night. Was she? Yeah, not a baseball fan by any means, but last night had her glued in kind of the story, talking about Javier and a young guy, signed for $10,000, was an outfielder. Yeah, she got into a little bit last night, which I was surprised by, and watching that thing conclude. And there wasn't drama, but there was drama. It was still a no-hitter, yeah. and, and not what you're used to in the old days. Right. And it's different. I listened to a lot of the press conference with Dusty Baker after the game. Was he pushed as to why he took him out? Yeah. Was he, he said, really? that's what we do. Yeah. And basically said, that's what baseball is today. Mm-hmm. And he understands it now. He's been with one of the most forefront organizations about things like this. But he said, we come into every game, we have a game plan. And the game plan for him was 100. And he got 97. And it was as simple as that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no way around it. There's no, it just doesn't matter. He also mentioned something I found very interesting because I saw a lot of Cubs fans last night chirping about Dusty. Going back to Mark Pryor <laughs> of course, and Kerry Wood yeah, yeah. and the usage of those two yeah. guys when Dusty or was the... over usage. Is... Yes. And he said, you also have to remember he's a young guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, evolution. No, you learn. Changing, learning. right. right. Maybe there's a guy in Iowa City that could learn something about that. Oh, I don't know. Getting pretty long in the tooth, although so, so is Dusty, Dusty Baker. Uh, but, and he changed, uh, he and he did. evolved, and he learned, and he's, he's on, on the, the precipice, right? Of getting that world championship. You know, I, kind of, I mean, I'd love to see it for him. Yes. I know the Astros are, there's there's not a lot of them that are still there. Let's, you know, start at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a couple of them still there. Uh, like the Philly story, but it wasn't their night last night. Now we're down to three and it almost feels like they have to get this one tonight, doesn't it, Hugh? Can Philadelphia, I know they can, will mm-hmm. they uh, march into Houston needing to win both of them to win a World Series? It feels like they have to win tonight. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's so improbable. Mm-hmm. And again, the odds flip back the other way and I told you yesterday. I was Get them! So- I was so ready to add a little bit more to the Astros. I looked at it. 
and looked at it. It was plus money. And opened the app again and looked at it one more time, and I ultimately didn't pull the trigger. And, of course, kicking yourself after that. You know, speaking of uh, opening the app, we just started a commercial before we uh, start our show started. Clutch Bet. Yeah, a new one, huh? I've never heard of Clutch Bet. I haven't either. So I just Googled them. They're an Australia-based company. Interesting. They're in Louisiana and Colorado and here in the state of Iowa. I know nothing about them. And I don't know. I mean, this is the first we've heard of them. So relatively mm-hmm. newly licensed, I would think. Yeah. To come into the uh, into the market, we saw what. Uh, well, the score went away. Uh, Unibet is that the other one that went Uniben away? Unibet went away. So we've seen a few that are kind of falling by the mm-hmm. wayside. Of course, you got the biggies, our, our favorite of circus sports, and yep. the great work that they did. In fact, uh, I had something happen. I had a double bet, and I lost it. A double the, bet. You it, pressed it twice. I must have. I, I hit the confirm, and I bet it twice. I let him know that I lost it afterwards. Let's be honest. If I would have yeah. hit it, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> right. But and they just credited my account, just like that. Really? Snap of the fingers. I sent one email. There's customer service at Circa. One email, nothing else. Open the app up. But two minutes later, and money's right back in there. How about that. And that's customer service, and that's what you get with Circa. This is yeah. There's the big companies out there. Yep. And Circa's big. Yeah, but they're not DraftKings big. But right. They are, it's a small company. You know, we've met the people there. We know Mike Palm. We've talked with Derek Stevens. I spent a full day at the pool with him when we were out there in August. And we know these people, but it's not just that. The customer service, mm-hmm. the sports book. You go up and you want a question for Matt Metcalf, he'll, he'll come. They'll bring him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll come out and talk to you. Mike Palm, if he's there, he'll talk to you. That's what these people are about. And it's just a great thing that we have with Circus Sport. Wait till you stay at the hotel. Because oh, I'll be, be there in ah, I'm jealous. 30 hours. I'm jealous, jealous, jealous. Uh, my turn's coming in December. So um, you you mentioned you'd have better left the state. Mm-hmm. They left the state, but they may not have been totally left the state yet because if Houston wins, <laughs> right. they're on the hook. They've got you, the, the Mattress Max story where he's got he stands to win North of $70 million. This is the big better that owns the furniture conglomerate, and he does it as a marketing ploy. He basically um, says, come in, buy a bed. And if, if the Astros win, it's yours. It's free. Free, free. And he's going to bet enough money to pay for all that. But if it. they lose, then you've got to pay for your pay right. for your what are your purchase. So it's, it's, a, it's a great concept. But somebody's got to pay for that. And Unibet, who has gone from the state... Mm-hmm. Is on the hook for five million dollars plus his one million dollar original investment. So, at five to one, uh, Unibet, yes, they're gone, uh, but they've got the money. There's another local, uh, an Iowa license that's in the same spot, and they're an advertiser here. Bet Fred. Yeah, I remember that. They, bet Fred is also on the hook for five million because Mattress Mac flew up to Inwood, right, to make that. Bet. I don't know where he did. I, I, is that I'm where he went? Positive. Now I'm gonna guess there isn't. No, I there's no airport in Inwood. Well, there might be. A landing strip. A field. <laughs> right. There might be cement there. I mean, Osage, we had an airport. You really do? Yeah. Did you take off in the winter? Well, my uncle, well, probably not. No. My uncle was in the Air Force and he had a plane yeah. and he would fly in and he'd come, he lived in Springfield. Right. And he would fly in and we'd see him coming in and there he was. Yeah. There's so, one of those right across the street from where I live. So oh, yeah. On yes. 36th yes. Street, the, where the Costco is going in, uh-huh. heard first on Miller and Condon two years ago. You nailed it. We had that. Um, we did. We broke that news. Uh, but right across the street, this cat's got a plane, and he's up all the time. And it's got it's one of those double wingers, mm-hmm. you know, the what, wing walkers. That's what they were yes. called. Can you imagine being no. a wing? No, absolutely. no, 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 no. 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 I, I'd rather swim with Alec. Nah, maybe not. 
Maybe I'd walk the wings. I don't know what I'd do. I'd hate to be forced of either of those two. But, um, but yeah, there's, I guess, a bunch of these little airports. Yeah. But um, Sioux Falls is right next door. So oh, I'm sure is that's, it? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's where he flew into, and, and that's what it was. But, yeah, I remember seeing pictures of him in Inwood, Iowa, huh. going in and Firing making his bet. with his million dollars summer. in his suitcase. And yeah. now he's, um, well, two games away from cashing that bet. You were one of the few people that really thought the Phillies had a real chance. I did. You I didn't, did. quote, unquote, pick them. But you gave them a I better didn't chance bet them, no. than most anybody yes. did. I looked at their lineup. They, their lineup is good. I think you're right, though. They have to get tonight I do if too. it's going to happen. I really believe this. But it's in a card. I know. And that's frightening, right? You know, we know the numbers for Verlander. He knows the numbers mm-hmm. here. Is he wearing down? I mean, this is an old dude. And he wants to sign for two or three more years. He's coming off of Tommy John, all by uh-huh. the way. You wonder if he's kind of hit it here. How quick's the bullpen? If it's... If it's 3-3 three, three in the third, two on, two out. No, oh, you're going to get him. You are. I think you are. And and this is a guy that over his career gets in and out of trouble. Yes. I mean, we saw it in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. He struggled early and then mowed down 11 straight or, or whatever it was uh, at one point. So he can't do it, but I don't know. He missed that time. I, I think you take him out. And your bullpen is basically ready to go. Mm-hmm. Presley threw 19 pitches last night. That was a high watermark. Only f- 10 for Montero. He just came in and mowed him down quickly. And 15 out of Obreu. you got to figure out, obviously, with the day off tomorrow, right. all three of those guys are available, available. plus everybody else. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think both these guys, short hook. Mm-hmm. Missed out my well, pitching Well, for night. sure. Oh, you did? I did. I was under on Javier. I know you were. And so, uh, he, well, he had, he's got nine and mm-hmm. six no-hit innings. I'm looking at the under in both of them. Got a little more that I'll be doing during the uh, commercial breaks here and, and figuring out exactly kind of how I put the money together, but I think I'm leaning under on both sides of the pitching matchup tonight. Hmm. Yeah, I I think I think the Astros win tonight. I do. Yeah. Just because I don't trust Syndergaard. I don't. Same. Um, I, we forgot to mention that we'll give four of you an opportunity to win some barbecue from Claxons coming up here. Uh, we'll do that just before we get out of here, about 10 minutes before 1 o'clock. So if you haven't played within the last 30 days, you'll get your chance to do that. So what will you watch most tonight? This is a flip Betting aside. Well, I'm invested in college football tonight. Both you are. Games. So that's a part of it. Of course, baseball... Game five, pivotal, everything that you mm-hmm. talk about there. And just the drama that's unfolding, the build up, the lead up, mm-hmm. deeper into the series, the more I'm getting into it, I can certainly feel that. And then you got NFL football, and there's they're just always that pull. But being on Amazon, this is going to be an interesting one here because tonight. Because it forces you to do that extra step yeah. to get back and forth. Right. You got the input, but it's just not hitting previous channel. <laughs> I know. There's more. Are involved. we spoiled? We are. It's not. Difficult? No, it's not. It's 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 really not. You go to source and you move up or down yes. one. It's not a difficult process, but it's just it's, something. it's programmed in your head. It absolutely is. Now, is this just two old guys yelling at clouds? Well, maybe uh-huh, to an extent. But I'm this old to... guy used to actually have to get up as out of his chair oh, so to change the channel. Yeah. Oh, I remember that on the black and white television. I was the remote control. Right. Hey. Yeah. Change it. Yep. Go from three to seven to ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what we had to do. We back were in the six day. to seven to twelve. That's that's how you got things done back in the day. And getting a remote for the first time. Oh, oh my boy. god! Yeah. You're living. We're we're farting in high cotton right our, now. Our first VCR had a remote, but it was connected. It, it'll cord. 
Yes, connected I remember it. that. And it wasn't long enough to get to the couch. Oh, ours was. Oh, yeah? No, we had the, we had the Cadillac Accords. Wow. We had probably 10, 12 feet of cord. You guys had things figured oh, out. We were, I come from, the, we, Trent, we lived on the other side of the tracks. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Not the kind of cop and a nurse and four <laughs> kids. Yeah, no, we didn't. <laughs> oh, what a day, huh? Yeah, I because of that, the NFL... And we'll see how the game goes. I mean, it very well could be. I'm not going to watch much of it. I already know. I'm not going to watch much of it. I'm going to watch baseball. And it gets the 15 minute head start, right? Yes, it does. Because they kick at what, 715 or 720, I think, uh, in the game. And and look, I think that the Texans are going to get their brains beat in. I just do. Uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a game, so that'll make it kind of easier to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the What's the game next week? I remember th- I remember looking at the schedule next week. It's a stinker Thursday night. Atlanta, Carolina. Atlanta, Carolina. But after the game last well, week, well, that's true because that was a that was a nail biter, right? And there was a lot. There's a lot of intrigue. I'm sure a ton of people were watching the yeah. end of that. You know game what? I'm not going to the birthday party. I'm oh, going to knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm going You're to the gonna have party. fun. No, I'm going to have a blast. I yes. can't wait for it. Um, but yeah, when it first came out and, and we looked ahead to the schedule, it's the same night. As, and I know that Woolies won't have the NFL game in all likelihood. What are we going to miss, Trent? Carolina, Atlanta. Nobody cares. Uh-huh. But after you're, you're right, because this past weekend it was a little drama, mm-hmm. including ridiculous penalty. But that, tonight's game, we've seen the TV numbers dip at times, mm-hmm. down to a $7, $8 million, uh, million range. With the World Series, with a bad matchup. It's one great team. It's an undefeated team. Right. But because there is more going on tonight. And it's the biggest point spread in the history of Thursday Night Football. Really? Yes. I do wonder what this is going to do television-wise. And and think of it. You're a Houston fan. You live in Houston. Are you going to the game? No. You got season tickets? No. You, it's a you know you because you feel pretty good about what's going to happen. Is it going to be? You're going to see your team get beat. 70% capacity? I mean, there's going to yes, be yes, probably because you know what it'll be. I I think I hope that it'll be this will be an opportunity for people to give their tickets away to people that normally couldn't go to these games. Sure. I hope. Yeah, I'm going to stay home and watch baseball mm-hmm. if I lived in Houston because I know I, I I give the Texans no chance. I want to stay home and watch. Um, as you call it, and you're right, Pivotal Game 5. So let's talk about these two professional talk show hosts that man these airways from mm-hmm. 11 to 1. Yeah. And go back over a year. Oh, yes. To when the when it hit the fan in the Big 12 that Texas is leaving and Oklahoma is leaving and, oh, my God, um, what can they co- possibly cobble together to make this a relevant league? Because, after all, football rules the roost. And is there anything? Is there anything? Let's think out of the box. Mm-hmm. Let's get crazy here. Throw everything out there on the table. Come up with anything. Well, what about making it in a basketball league? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty god darn good league to begin with. You got Kansas, you've got Baylor, you've got Texas Tech, you've got Texas. Iowa State pops up now and then. But it's football that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. So, but why don't they really see if they can do anything to make this a basketball conference that year in and year out is going to be the premier conference in college basketball? Would that narrow the gap financially? Well, maybe. What can they do, Trent? I brought up Gonzaga right away. I said, go all in on basketball. Now, it wasn't just the Zags that I talked about. I talked about them. Before we knew the four coming in, at the time, there were a lot of people that didn't believe that BYU was going to get an invitation. Yeah, but this was before that the yes. the four had joined the league. In fact, I went back last night and listened to Did one, of our, one of our yeah. uh, shows. And when so we were, when was it? It was July? It was, it was right July, after. August. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, end of July. That's when it was. Yeah. And you brought up Cincinnati was your number one choice. Was U- it? UCF was my number one. 
because of huge school, though it's a computer school, big alumni base, get into Florida, all those things. But we both had those two. We talked about Houston. Mm-hmm. We talked about Memphis a lot at mm-hmm. the time. Yep. And that was kind of my stepping off point with the basketball because Memphis has had a historic, yeah. very good basketball mm-hmm. program. You got Penny Hardaway there. They're getting in trouble seemingly every year. Also, bring <laughs> they it to the color right to the edge of the line. <laughs> that they, they do. Yeah. But we talked about that a lot. And we talked about the BYU. Are they going to get an invite? There's a lot of people who can't play on Sunday. There's some things mm, outside of athletics. Yeah, there is. There absolutely is. That it's absolutely legit. Made a lot of people yes. uncomfortable. Right. And then I said, make it all in. You bring in those basketball programs coupled with Gonzaga, Creighton, yeah. Wichita, Wichita State. Wichita State. Brought up all those po- yeah. programs that would make a whole because lot of sense. Because Gonzaga's going to need a partner, and you've got to mm-hmm. have even number. Yes. So we talked about this well over a year ago. Yes. And I'm glad that your Mark went back and listened to that podcast. <laughs> a big thank you to him. Because we have good ideas. Sometimes our ideas are a little out there. Yeah. Who is the Flip Saunders kid? Yeah, Flip Saunders kid taking over at Iowa State when TJ was... No, just just a different name. Right. Right. A bad name. That was bad. Yeah, he's a bad coach. Yeah, swing and a miss. <laughs> but every once in a while we get Through something... Through this 27 years, you're going to swing right. a miss a number of times. And it makes perfect sense. It does. It's the premier basketball conference now. It, the, is, it is. It has surplanted the ACC I agree. as the best basketball conference. Not necessarily basketball. forever because Duke and North Carolina aren't going anywhere. Absolutely. Right. But in the here and now, it's true. back-to-back national championship. It's Texas true. Tech played for a national championship and was <laughs> if a play should have from winning uh-huh. a national championship. That's how close it was, and they'd have the last three because there wasn't, of course, mm-hmm. a tournament in 2020. Oh, by the way, the number one overall seed in 2020 would have been the Kansas Jayhawks. Mm. And uh, people, I think, at times forget that. This basketball conference is great. By the way, great. they dropped the hammer on Bill Self. Four games. Oh, but you get to go to Atlantis. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Things are good That's now. when he returns. How about that? <laughs> How many Big 12 games, Trent? Zero. Uh, not one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Slap on the wrist. the hammer. Well, now you can just cheat and don't have to worry about it Apparently anymore, so. Right? Yeah, there are no rules. Do what you want. Louisville also. Missed the game against athlete in actions. Yeah. Here's an exhibition game. Here's right. a couple of tomato cans in front of you. Yep, you can't be in the building. Oh, but he can't go to the Champions Class. That game doesn't matter in the grand scheme right. of things. What, is that going to be the difference between Kansas getting to the tournament not? Probably going to get in, is my guess. Yes, they're going to be okay. So back to Gonzaga for a second. Yes. So if you bring them in, mm-hmm. and A would be a, a huge black eye to the Pac-12, if you get them ahead of the Big 12, um, I don't know. I don't know how serious it is. I would love to see it. So what does this mean if they join? What does it mean? It, it means, obviously, you're going to have to get somebody else. You would think you don't want an odd number of teams. So we've seen that happen. I we mean, have. The ACC has 15 yeah, we in have. basketball because Notre Dame is a basketball member. And it would be for basketball only or would be all of their sports what Obviously, i read yesterday they don't play football it's all sports yes all their sports would be big 12 members it wouldn't be an affiliate like you and i's part of big 12 wrestling right it's not an affiliate thing basketball gotcha. only it would be all the sports they don't offer football they would not bring back football also mm-hmm. i also saw that question out there that's not going to happen and they do not get in on the pro rata that's out there because right. that is only for power five additions Absolutely. so what does this mean does this mean gonzaga then then would down the road, do they entertain football? I don't think so. I think they know what they are. They uh-huh. know what their investment is, and, and I don't see that happening. I think this is just what it is. It's for basketball. It's mm-hmm. more than anything in basketball only. Their women's program is also pretty good. Yeah, It's made an NCAA tournament a bunch, so you're adding those, and that's what you're going to do. Do you add another partner? you got BYU as a travel partner right mm-hmm. now. A lot of talk about San Diego State. Now, a lot of it has come about the Pac-12. 
one of the big things is the Cal's and the Stanford's of the world's looking down their nose at right. at San Diego State because they're not part of the Cal University system. Mm-hmm. They're part of the Cal State system. Which is why Bill Walton is so pissed off that UCLA mm-hmm. is making a run for it, or one of his reasons. Academically, San Diego State is looked at as Walk an up Amir, you can come here. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's in comparison, just the gap between what the university system is as opposed to the state system uh, with the universities in there. Now, San Diego State, there was a law passed by Gavin Newsom that allows the state schools to offer graduate programs in, I think there's a doctor program, a medical program that they're working on now. So that possibly can change the academic profile of a San Diego State. For the Big 12, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's more of a Pac-12 thing. You jump in front of the Pac-12 again and say, here's this. We're going to go get a place with 1.5 million people, a top 40 media market. We're going to do that. A brand new football stadium, a great place to travel to, a really good basketball program. Mm-hmm. Now we're in California. Now we're in Washington with Gonzaga. Go get Creighton. I just want to see it. I would, too. I'd love to see it, and I think I know the Creighton people would like to see it. They are a connection to the Big East as it is now. They are universities that are all very similar. Mm-hmm. Private institutions, mm-hmm. high academics, great basketball. They look at them themselves. But all of a sudden, you're a Creighton fan, and now I can come to Ames every year. I like to come to Des Moines when we we're, we're coming over here. I get to drive to Manhattan uh-huh. and Lawrence, and, it's uh-huh. a hobby, and we know the way that that fan base obviously Follows their basketball team, and they're going to be good this year. They're going to be really good this year. Aren't they picked to win the Big East? They are. Yeah. Over Nova, which is incredible in its own right, after what Nova, even in year one without Jay Wright, what they are year after year after year. I think it would make a ton of sense. Don't stop. Don't stop at one. Go out there. There's yeah. more. And look, I think he would. Trent, this is this. He strikes me as a very aggressive commissioner. Now, mm-hmm. the likelihood of this happening, I don't know, but just the fact that um, that it was brought up yesterday uh, certainly brought a smile to my face because it was. I don't, it just kind of makes sense, right? Build a basketball conference. Look at the time we were having the discussion. We had no idea about the four schools uh, that Bullsby and company would bring together to solidify um, this conference. And, and, and he did a terrific job. He really did. Look, it's not the brands of Oklahoma and Texas, but he made chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. Mm-hmm. He really did. Uh, let's get Jeff in here, then we'll get our break. Stephen M. Sippel and Lee Sterling still to come. Hi, Jeff. Hey, quick shout-out uh, real quick. John Smoltz. So last night I'm watching a game. You know, Trey kind of said the same thing my wife's watching. And she's, like, in love with John Smoltz, the way he breaks down, the way he talks about the game. And I think everybody gives love to Troy Aikman or Reggie Miller with Kevin Harlan or Tony Romo. John Smoltz is the best doing it, I think. He is really, really, really good. Uh, You're Uh, preaching to the choir. I'm a big fan. Second thing, I don't know if you guys watched the Nolan Ryan doc on Netflix. I did not. Um, Very, very good. Uh, A couple quick notes. I don't know if our listeners would know. Um, Nolan Ryan's never won a Cy Young, number one. That's amazing. Number two, he won a World Series ring with the Mets. Yep. I didn't even know he played for the Mets, yep, to yep, be honest. Yep. And then, you know, so my, so my question is, does Houston not give Nolan Ryan love? Like, has he came back for when they were, you know, the first couple games mm-hmm. of the World Series? Or will he come back? Is there is there a love loss there? Because he's Mr. Texan, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe because he's, he's, he's wore so many uniforms in his career. I don't know what the answer is there. You would think that they would, right? I mean, this is one of the most decorated pitchers in the game, for crying out loud. You know what, Jeff? And, Honestly, when you said that, I didn't realize that. I would have thought that for that, sure he's won a Cy Young. I didn't know that. Not, no Cy Young. And lastly, you guys talked about this yesterday. I just want to quickly get it in. We're talking about meat on the bone for the AFC and who you could pick. You guys kind of talked the, the Dolphins down. If you remember right, when two was healthy, they beat Buffalo. So 
you know, I just think... On a hot day in Miami, I, I, uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if we want meat on the bone, we want to get some, you know, a team that's kind of the outside looking in. Yeah. Give me the Dolphins. I think there's some meat on that bone. You guys have a good weekend. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep, thank you, Jeff. And I like the price that you would get with them, mm-hmm. too. Um, they got a good roster. They do. And they got better with Bradley Chubb. I, they did. They, they need to get to the quarterback. I believe he will. And he got paid today. $62 million guaranteed, $119 million contract. Time for another $1,000 uh, handoff. Head to KXNO.com right now. Once you get there, uh, you'll see the pop-up box. And in that pop-up box, you enter the keyword money, money. Uh, you know what? Let me start again. Today's Thursday. It is. Money was yesterday, Trent. Oh, okay. Nobody won the money yesterday on KXNO. Two days ago, they did. But once you get to KXNO.com, enter the keyword dollar. Mm. Dollar. I stand corrected. Dollar at KXNO.com. Miller and Condon. Sipple next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106. In Ankeny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's time for Sip. <laughs> Stephen M. Sipple talks with myself and Ken on Nebraska football. I mean, I have a radio show. We have callers. I pay attention to my Twitter notifications and all that. There's definitely some frustration. We talk Cornhuskers, and you never know what else is going to come up. With 30 years on the Nebraska beat, here's Stephen M. Sipple. As long as they're paying me to talk, I'm just going to keep doing it. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. As we take you up here uh, until 1 o'clock. In the 12 o'clock hour, we'll go Dane Mizzitani. We'll talk about those Vikings as they lead the North. Uh, and then Bill Bender from uh, Sporting News. Let's get Sip in here. It is Minnesota and Nebraska uh, in what is a, well, must-win game for the Huskers if they're going to get the bowl eligibility. There's a lot of teams uh, that are in that boat. Iowa State and Iowa likewise. Sip, welcome to the program. How are you? Well, thank you for having me. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well, Sip. So let's go back to last week. Look, Illinois, uh, I don't. I know you were impressed with them defensively. You said as much prior to the game when you were with us last week. When you saw them in person, are they better than maybe you thought that they were? Or, or what went wrong as far as the Huskers? Good question. Um, on the better than I thought they were. Yeah, defensively they're better than I thought they were. They have, I think guys they have three pros up front and i think they're better in the back end okay three pros up front and i think the back end is their strength um so they're good yeah that's legit they're they're on right too on defense it's tough it's a tough tough bunch of dudes you know um better than i thought on defense not probably i'm not offensively nebraska did a good job on chase brown uh better than i expected that he got 159 um, he didn't, you know, he didn't, I, he wasn't the issue. He was an issue. He was an issue, but not, it wasn't, I thought he'd get 200 or more. So they kept him pretty well in check. I know what you're 
your listeners are thinking, is this guy crazy? He got 159. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good. No, but yeah, that's good. But I thought going in, if they could hold him under 180, like Minnesota held him to 180 on 41 carries. Jeez. And, and Minnesota was in that game. And I thought if Nebraska could hold him to something like that, they'll be in the game. And they did. The problem was Nebraska, they had 20 plays for 34 yards in the second half. Nebraska had four turnovers. I mean, like, they just handed them it. And it, when Casey Thompson went down, Nebraska's starting quarterback, Nebraska was leading 9-6, to six, guys. Mm-hmm. And they had, they, they had 200 yards of offense against a defense that had been allowing 221. So I know I'm contradicting myself a little bit, but Nebraska was pressing Illinois with Casey Thompson in there. When he went down, it just, the, the, I don't know, the tent collapsed. Speaking of Casey Thompson, expectations for him this week. I saw a questionable designation that was put on him with that elbow injury. And if it's Purdy, what are the expectations there? Oh, it's really indefinite what's going on here quarterback-wise. It's, a, it's sort of a oh, <coughs> pretty buddy. I, I don't know what to say. Casey hasn't practiced this week. Um. Or, no, I shouldn't say that. He did practice a little bit on Wednesday. They they initially, all Sunday, basically ruled him out. But then by Tuesday, they said, well, he's feeling better. Yesterday, he practiced, and they said he may play. Now, Mickey Joseph talked to the media today. I am driving, of course, as you know, and I didn't hear what Mickey had to say. Um so I don't know exactly, but they weren't going to announce. They weren't going to announce it. The starting quarterback. They said they would make the in-house determination on Friday. So, long story short, could be Casey, could be Chuba Purdy, or it could be Logan Smothers, who you guys saw uh, against Iowa last week. Uh, well, for the second straight week, they're going to see one of the premier running backs uh, in in the Big Ten, in particular in the Big Ten West. Brown last week, and here comes Mo Ibrahim. It's not much of a breather. Sip is uh, is um, I mean, he makes this Gophers team go. I know Tanner Morgan gets a lot of credit. He should. He's the quarterback, and he was in against Rutgers, and it was a different outcome. So, uh, will is, is that the game plan? Tried to slow. Do they take the running game away and make Morgan uh, Tanner Morgan beat them, or how will they try? to stop uh, these uh, these gophers? Oh, you try to take the running game away, Kenny. I definitely try to... Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you're going to take away Ibrahim. He's had 16 straight 100-yard games. 16 straight 100-yard games. That's pretty good, right? And he comes off a 36-carry, 159-yard performance against Rutgers, which, by the way, entered that game ranked sixth nationally against the run. I mean, that, and I know I, I'm telling you, Rutgers is tough defense. They're 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 Shiano, it coaches tough team. Ibrahim and I think Nebraska demonstrated against Illinois that it can keep him to a reasonable number. You know, he's had Nebraska's not done poorly against Ibrahim. I, I don't know the exact carries and yards, but they've allowed 4.5 yards per carry to Mo Ibrahim. It's not, it's not like he's a, he's killed Nebraska, and I don't expect that to happen. I don't expect that to happen Saturday. Vegas apparently does. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the line. Illinois 
17th ranked Illinois came into Lincoln and was a seven point favorite. Minnesota is a 16 point favorite. Hmm. And I, it's all about the quarterback. Right. I, I'm... Well, Sip, the rest of the season, a new coach. Any new rumblings, new names, or is it just kind of same old, same old? Mickey Joseph, obviously the interim right now. What has been the scuttlebutt here lately? Any new names out there? Oh, kind of. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty quiet. And, you know, I don't know that I'd want to go public with the name. There's a couple names, two names I've heard the last couple days. But I don't know if it's, if it's strong enough that I'd want to put it out there. Um, it's just quiet. And, you know, there's rumblings today that, there's some rumblings today that an announcement is imminent. It's not. I can tell you, I, I should probably say that in case there are Nebraska fans listening right now. Um, it is not imminent. Um, there's no announcement that's imminent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, right now, I'd say Mickey is in the midst of his audition. And I, I don't, he, I, well, let's put it this way he doesn't know where he stands. Okay. He hasn't had any assurances that he'll be back in any capacity. Um, And that's kind of where we're at. There's just a lot of rumors, as you'd expect. Four games left to win three to get the postseason. Sip, boy, sir, feels like you have to get this one this week. If Nebraska doesn't win, yeah. I mean, they got to go to Michigan next week, and that'll be fun uh, before finishing with uh, home to Wisconsin, and then of course over here at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, Any any hopes, Sip? You have to. They have to win this week, right? Yep, Kenny, you, you, you're exactly right. I mean, they, come on. Ann Arbor's going to be tough for anybody, let alone a team that's ranked in the hundreds against the run, right? I mean, <laughs> Nebraska's still scrapping. They are. I, I give them a lot of credit for that. I know some people would be critical of me for praising a team for putting forth effort, but, you know, they're scrapping. They're a pretty scrappy team, Nebraska. But, yeah. If they don't win this, forget the bull thing. Now, they are hungry to go to a bull. I've talked to a couple of their veterans this week. You watch that Illinois game. You go rewatch it. They're flying around. They're getting a lot of hats to the ball. Um, So they'll have a chance to beat Minnesota. I don't know, though, without if if Casey doesn't run out there, Casey Thompson, I don't know how they're going to score more than 10 points. They'd have to get something probably off specials or defense and maybe get to 17. And Sounds that familiar. Yeah, I know it does. Yeah, but without Casey, boy, they just have a hard time. Not sounding fun. Also, not sounding fun on the hardwood. You know, a lot of places you can get excited about basketball season. Going to be the case with Nebraska and Hoiberg. I'm sorry. Anybody excited about basketball? How bad are they going to be? Oh yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard to. I mean, it's. I, I got to be careful though here, Nebraska. Nebraska sold 12,000 season tickets. Did they really? Yeah, 12,000. Yeah, right at 12. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, So I don't know what to tell you. Um, But they're picked last in the Big Ten. These are great fans here. I mean, and we don't have that much to do either. Uh, (laughs) I was going to wait till we were off the air to say that. Hey, (laughs) here's the bottom line. No, there's not a lot of excitement. There's not a lot of expectation. 
Um, I think there's always that hope. And Fred's popular, as you imagine. You, mm-hmm. you guys know Fred. Mm-hmm. People really, They're rooting really for him. want Fred. Yep. Yeah, they, I mean, it's impossible to dislike Fred. So, I, you know, I've had my issues. I mean, you know, I mean, I've called for his job a couple times, so it's not like I'm in great standing with him. But um, I, I like him, but he's 9 and 50 in the Big Ten. I don't know what the hell he wants me to write. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so, so we'll see where it all goes. But they're picked last for a reason. Our beat writer for for Husker Online is a very a pro Fred guy. Loves Fred, but he's picking ten wins, and I don't mean in the Big Ten. I'm I'm taking. I'm, he's, I'm talking. I'm talking overall ten wins. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, is this kid doing talk radio over Lincoln? Is Jack doing talk radio? Did I see that? Uh, he does a little bit at night um, at that ticket that that I'm at. He does some, yeah, he does some stuff at night. Yeah, I thought so. Is that was that his future? Is that what he wants to do? Unclear. I oh, gotcha. All right, pal. Uh, enjoy it. We'll talk to you before the uh, squad heads over to uh, Dan Harper for that picnic uh, in Michigan next week. Thank you, Sip. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Take care. Yep, you the same, Stephen M. Simple uh, from On Three Media, Husker Illustrated. They're not going bowling. Minnesota at Michigan, Wisconsin at Iowa. No chance. Is there a win? Do you see how much they're a dog this weekend? 16. Yeah. Um, that seems crazy, though. It's not as crazy as 12,000 people buying tickets to see that. <laughs> they support everything over there. I know they do. Volleyball, Volleyball wrestling, baseball. Yes. They that's true. I mean, that's it there, Trent. That's mm. all they got. Um and I liked living the the fall that I spent over in Lincoln. It was fun. Uh, anyways, we'll take a time out. Come back. Lee Sterling will join us. We'll go inside. He's got a handful of games to opine upon, and then his game of the week. You can find Lee at ParamountSports.com. We're glad you found us on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you up until 1 o'clock. Hour number two, we'll head north to the Twin Cities. Dan Mazzatani covers the Vikings for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Catch up with him at 12.05 and then Bill Bender from the Sporting News previewing those colossal games in the SEC. What's the third best game this week? No. Oh. I don't know. The top drop off from one and two, right? Yeah, the gap is pretty significant. TCU, Texas Tech, we talked about that. We uh-huh. think it's too many points. We're intrigued by it at the yep. very least. Yep. Could it turn into a blowout? Well, we know that the way TCU could score, possibly. If they, they'll, they'll, it'll turn into a blowout late, maybe. You're right. Texas K-State? I like that game. Yeah. I do like that game. I'm going to talk to Bama about that one tomorrow. As you're off tomorrow, and you'll be headed out to Las Vegas to see our friends at Circus Sports. One of our friends is here. He's Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports to opine on a handful of games and then his play of the week. Lee, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. How are you? I'm great. Can't complain. We hit our NFL game of the year last week with the Patriots, and Everything is good, and uh, I don't know if I've ever had both this early in the year, but uh, the college football game of the year, which I just told you off air, uh, goes this Saturday also. It's not a high-profile game either. so Isn't uh, it? Okay. Yeah, so uh, looking to hit that and move our record on our 40- to 50-unit best bets, which we've only had uh, for this entire year, hit both 45 and the 50-unit NFL 
another 50-unit college football game of the year, and if that works out, we'll be 55-18 and 18 on these <laughs> plays of the last dozen years. That's amazing. And I know your NFL game of the year, you've got a pretty good overall record in that, right, going back? Yep. Yeah. And we even had a losing week this year in the NFL. So How? the NFL, the <laughs> scores are much tighter. Yes. But um, I just have a feel for it. It's yeah. crazy. I'm watching these games. And sometimes the week before, like that New England game, uh, I, I just I told a couple friends who were over, my wife, I'm like, New England's going to win. I don't know if they win by 3, 10, 14, but they're going to beat the Jets. The Jets' offense without Brees Hall and also without their best lineman, they just didn't have a chance no. to move up and down the field and score. And Zach Wilson looked like Zach Wilson of last year. Yeah. Oof. yeah. Well, you got one of those big unit plays coming up this week, and ParamountSports.com is where to go for all that information. You got five of them for us this week, and let's kick things off in the Big Ten. Is Illinois in control of the Big Ten West, setting down a showdown, not just with Michigan in the second-to-last game of the year, maybe in the Big Ten championship game, opposite either the Buckeyes or the Wolverines. They are a big favorite against a Michigan State team that's had a lot going on this week. You wonder where they are mentally this week. Big number, though, for Illinois, they're laying 16. It is, and you don't normally like to lay that kind of lumber uh, with a team that, you know, they're not a huge score. But when you look at both matchups, I don't see Michigan State scoring much on the Illinois defense. They are stingy, and they'll be fired up for this game. They want to get to the conference championship game. And I think the Illinois offense is going to have success against a shorthanded Michigan State team with the suspensions here. Um, how about this? The under also 13-5-1, uh, Brett Bellema, uh, since he took over. So, uh, you know, low-scoring games, but I, I think they win and cover this game here, something like 28-10. Mm, let's go to the from the yeah. Big Ten to the Big 12. A uh, game that I'm uh, certainly going to pay attention to, it's Texas and it's K-State. K-State coming off an incredible win. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, especially that fashion. No. Um, but um, what uh, who, uh, Texas favored by two and a half in this one. Didn't you think Kansas State might come the favorite by one or two points? I did, especially after last week. That's what I thought. So uh, it's small budget Kansas State here versus top five big budget matchup here. Steve Sarkeesian, not good. 0-5 against the spread in true Big 12 games as a visitor. I mean, Oklahoma doesn't count. It's a neutral site game. Will Howard, I mean, when you pop in the tape and watch him compared to last year, Wow, whatever he was doing, <laughs> he should replicate it and make some videos of it. Uh, and I think he's going to continue playing at a high level. And Adrian Martinez, I think, might end up playing this week. They might play both of these guys. And if they do and they play at a high level, look out. Their defense is good, not as good as last week's show. They're not going to put up another goose egg. But I, I think they can limit Texas some here. Uh, just need a few stops. I think Kansas State's the right side here, 30-24. to 24. Going with K-State and the purple gets it done. Let's deal with, go with another purple. TCU back at home mm. this week against yep. Texas Tech, a rivalry game. Texas Tech loves to move the football up and down the field, over 100 plays in three different games this year. Ken and I really like this spot. Do we match up with Lee Sterling? Don't tell me you guys like Texas Tech. Eh, sorry. <laughs> okay. So I just don't think they're coaching, and I just think they're too up and down. So – when you look at this line, I know they're begging you to take TCU, but um, they're finding ways to win and cover. And a team that believes themselves, I'm not going to go against. Do I think eventually they're going to lose? Yeah, they don't have the talent to play with the big boys, but 
I just think that Texas Tech is one-dimensional. The only way they can do it is passing the football here. Dave Aranda, what did he do to him last week? Uh, induced him into five interceptions and 12 for 38 passing. And then if the game was at Tech, yeah, I'll take three, four points, give him a shot, but not on the road here. Cool hand, Max Dugan, mm-hmm. 22 touchdowns, just two interceptions, averaging 44 points per game here. Outside of Hendon Hooker, might be the hottest quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. TCU wins and covers 45-28. All right, uh, Iowa State, okay. West Virginia, the clones, they re- well, both teams really needed to get to that uh, magic number of six. Iowa State's a seven-point favorite. Uh, how do you see this one? So I think that, that even though they have to be down a little bit, Iowa State – West Virginia played their hearts out last week, and West Virginia has trouble playing well two weeks in a row. I think Iowa State's close to making some things happen, and West Virginia, from what I heard, really got banged up in that game. So uh, I just think that Iowa State's going to hit on some big plays here. Maybe it's time, you know, trick player two, special teams might be the difference here. I just don't think West Virginia's disciplined enough. They are a consistent 6-6 six and six team. I think Iowa State showed will play better than they've shown here. I like Iowa State here. I think they win and cover here, 31-20. 31-20, and we yep. wrap it up over in West Lafayette. Iowa's lost four of their last five against Jeff Brom and the Boilermakers. Purdue favored by four in the hook. Okay, so I think we've seen Iowa State's offense improve a little. Iowa's, so, Iowa's, yeah. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa's offense improve a little bit, the Hawkeyes. So, I don't, you know, I'm not asking for miracles here, but I like backing Purdue as a dog, not as a favorite. So since Jeff Brom came over, they're eight and eight straight up as a home favorite, but five and eleven against the spread. This Iowa defense has held all Big Ten opponents except Ohio State to fewer points than their averages in the Ohio State game of 54 points. That was, you know, powered by a bunch of giveaways. So. I think their defense will continue to play well. I think their offense is improving uh, little by little. It's going to be enough. Iowa, outright here, 24-20. All right. I see it that Yay. way as well. Uh, the game yeah. of the week, it's one of the, uh, just a colossal tilt, one versus three. Uh, the top-ranked country, or the top-ranked team, rather, in the playoff rankings is getting eight points from the third-ranked team. Georgia, Tennessee, if the listeners want to get more information on this, as well as your uh, college football, your 40 to 50 units, how do they reach you? Just go to uh, call right now at 800-400-9741. We will give them that game for free, George and Tennessee, none bigger, one versus two, 800-400-9741. If you want to hop on board, don't wait until the Bulls. We've won 10 out of 12 weeks. We haven't had a losing NFL weekend. Uh, college football, just like the NFL game of the year, we're looking to knock it down. You can get the month of not November. We call it November through November 30th, and we've got games every single day now with Maction going on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Just two ninety seven, or the rest of the season through the Super Bowl. We're not even halfway through the NFL season. Thirty five bowl games, NFL playoffs, Super Bowl. Just find five ninety seven. Everything's up and available. ParamountSports.com. Lee, thank you. Talk to you in a week's time. Sounds good, guys. Yep. Thank, thank you, me. Lee Sterling from uh, Paramount Sports. As we finish up hour number one of the program, still an hour to go, and we will uh, start hour number two by catching up on those Minnesota Vikings. Dane Mazzatani uh, will be here. He will opine on the Vikes. 
And then Bill Bender will talk about those games in the SEC, a couple of games to catch our attention in the uh, Big 12 as well. What's the best game of the week in the Big 10? Best game? Best game. Iowa-Purdue. Maryland Whiskey? Maybe. Maybe. Hour 2 coming up next.